All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Relationship Stuff 101 podcast here on July 20th, 2021. Hopefully you guys can hear me. I have a little, my reception is is somewhat good. I'm here live on Green Room trying to see if I can get some people to come through and talk about how Bruce Lee's legacy has inspired them. Um, today in 1973 at 32 years old the legend Bruce Lee passed away and ever since you know 1965 when he first stepped on the scene he's been a really big inspiration to many people and he's loved by many people all over the world Um, Bruce Lee and his son Brandon Lee are both buried in Seattle, Washington. Uh, one time, I got, one day, I gotta make it up to Seattle so I can go visit his grave and, you know, stand out there, meditate for a while, you know, just take in the moment and enjoy myself and being in that moment and being there to, you know, be graced by his presence or indirectly graced by his presence so I was first introduced to Bruce Lee by my uncle Uh, my uncle had all of the Bruce Lee movies that had came out because Bruce Lee only did five movies his uh, five movies was um, uh, The Chinese Connection also known as Fist of Fury The Way of the Dragon that's the movie with uh, Chuck Norris uh Game of Death Um, There's another one I forgot the name of that movie Where he's uh, working as The uh, Oh man I forgot the name of the movie Guys where he's working And you see him when If you watch the dragon of Bruce Lee story Excuse me And then the scene where he's fighting a guy he just killed his brother and he punches the ice. Um, if you remember that scene from that movie, that's the uh, the movie I'm talking about. It's not The Big Boss. That's the name of the movie. And Enter the Dragon. So you got the Fist of Fury, which, which all those, the Chinese connection, The Way of the Dragon, The Big Boss, Enter the Dragon, then The Game of Death. The Game of Death is actually the movie that he was working on. And Into the Dragon, well, Into the Dragon is the movie he was working on before he died. But he was also working on The Game of Death as well with a, a couple of his students in the movie. Um, Dan Hanasanto, I believe I'm saying his last name correct, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar were, were in that movie. Both were in that movie. Um those were his students uh he worked with the guy i forgot the guy's name who did ta- uh, taekwondo he's actually in the scene with him as well and uh a couple of other guys that's in that movie that were actually students of his the logic behind the game of death was for him to show that uh Kune Do didn't have a way it didn't, it didn't have a style that you can relate to it didn't have 
anything that you would see not to, to be able to say, I've seen this, I can relate to it, and I know how to move because of what I'm seeing here. That's what Jeet Kune Do uh, was supposed to present. It was, a, it was a way without a way. And that was Bruce Lee's, you know, major thing to do in a lot of his movies. Um, he also was in a show called uh, The Green Hornet, where he played Kato. And he, played, he he was in The Green Hornet early on. There's an interview you can catch on YouTube um, where he was about 25 years old. And he's showing the elderly gentleman some things. It's, it's his, he's basically going for the cast of to cast the Kato in the um the Green Hornet, and he's doing many different things. He's given a philosophy to you early on, and he's he's breaking things down early on to say, you know, I can be fancy. You know, he also said it in an interview that he's done, and one of the famous interviews out there y'all probably seen where you where you hear him say, um. Um, be water, my friend. When you when that when he ends it like that, uh, to say that water, water is the strongest thing on earth. You know, it can it can overcome a glass. Uh, it can water can take a car and just move it down the street if enough water gets under that vehicle. That's just how strong water is, and it's the point that Bruce Lee was trying to make that if water is strong enough to move things you want to be water but also you want to flow you want to flow like water because water water doesn't have a broken rhythm water has a rhythm that it flows that it goes by when it flows it moves things so you want to be like water and that you know that's basically was one of his strongest things to put out there I mean and if you got to see Bruce Lee in action you're just wild if you're not wild by what he's done or the things you've seen you just never, you just haven't seen enough, you know. <clears throat> I'm always wild by the things that I've seen and by many different things that I've seen Bruce Lee do. Bruce Lee was born in uh, November 27th, 1940. Um, he was actually born in San Francisco and then his family moved to China uh, when he was when he was young. And as he was in China, that's when he started to learn the arts. <clears throat> he got into a lot of fights in school. And some people considered him to be a bully when he was in school. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Some people considered Bruce Lee to be somewhat of a bully while he was in school. But, you know, but he just was one of those kids who didn't take no mess. You know, and got in trouble a lot. He got in so much trouble where that's where his pop sent him to America. And when he came to America, he, of course, he went to school. He studied the philosophy. He studied dance. Um, <clears throat> um, they say a lot say that he studied Western boxing. And when he first came to America, of course, he was trained by Ant Man. Y'all probably y'all have seen the movie, I'm sure. Ant Man, Ant Man, one, two, three, four, five. I believe it's like six of them now. Um. But that's, that was actually Bruce Lee's teacher. So when he first came to America, Bruce Lee only knew Wing Chun. That's, that's the only thing he knew. So uh, you, you see, if you've seen a movie, you see where he's in uh, college and a couple of guys approach him. Um, I don't know if this, that's actually how it took place. 
you know, as he's working out and, you know, they start to call him a bunch of uh, derogatory statements and he defends himself, kicks a couple of guys' ass, about three three guys. And then these guys ask him to train them and he actually goes along with training them and he agrees to train them. <clears throat> and like, you know, these guys become his students. But as he's, as he's teaching, more people start to want to learn. And back then... Chinese people were not supposed to teach Americans their art. Uh, they called the Guaylo. You're not supposed to teach the Guay the Guaylo to, you know, Americans. As as our art is <clears throat> something we hold dear. Those are our traditions, and we don't want Americans knowing our traditions. Bruce Lee, being the person that he was, like I told you, the tough guy that he was, the type of person to never back down. You know, to never let anyone tell him what he's not going to do or what he is going to do, ain't going to do. And being very confident in his style, being very confident in his capabilities, you know, took on the challenge of, you know, them telling him, hey, you don't want to abide by the rules. You're going to have this guy come in and kick your ass. But the, the general consensus is that it didn't go that way. Bruce Lee actually beat the guy's ass. Uh, uh, faster than people thought that he would and then next thing you know you know this guy goes back and that's what you see in the, the movie that this guy actually got beat and he when Bruce Lee fought him a second time in the movie uh, it was he was actually at an event uh, not the, the martial arts the world martial arts uh, tournament I believe that was I believe that's where that event was supposed to have been well he was actually in a boxing ring I don't think that was a world martial arts tournament but I don't know if the incident the thing is in the movie it shows you that he got kicked in the back by this guy and that's where his lower back got hurt but many people say Bruce Lee worked out so much that he actually wound up hurting his lower back and that's how his lower back got hurt um so he trained. He still trained hard, worked hard, as you as you see in the movie. You know, even while he was laid in the hospital bed, he still worked out, and that's when he started writing his book, Ji uh, Kung Do. And then actually, when he gets better, you see him at the World Martial Arts Tournament. No, well, he got his back broke at, when he was fighting the guy. He actually allegedly got his back broke when the guy got up and cheated and kicked him in the back. Then he gets better. Now he's at a, uh, an event and he winds up kicking the guy's ass after the guy comes in. We tell him people he can basically beat somebody within uh, 60 minutes. By then he was already training in Ji Kung Do. He was already <clears throat> doing the things that we would know to later become the, uh, how do you want to say, the epicenter of what Ji Kung Do is. And that's what <clears throat> we would see has me in Jeet Kune Do so you know the guy comes in the ring and you know he tells him I beat you once I beat him once I can beat him again you know they move around for a little bit Bruce Lee look like he's down and out you know and then he lets out his uh, legendary scream that we've all heard many a times <laughs> you know <laughs> I'm probably real bad at doing it and I mean at, at that moment, you know, he starts giving it to this guy. You know, time is ticking down, and 
right at about 50, 57 seconds, close to a minute, he hits this guy with a legendary side kick, and the guy goes flying out of the ring, you know, and this is, you know, this this brings on him a, brings him a lot more fame, and this is allegedly how he got uh, invited to the World Martial Arts Tournament, you know, as he got stronger, as he you start to understand more and start to do more teaching. He was invited to the World Martial Arts Tournament to show his style, to show his way of uh, of uh, teaching martial arts, to put his uh, his way and his understanding out there to help to help other martial artists become great. Even though he ran, he runs into a lot of hate. Even today, a lot of people hate Bruce Lee. Um, the guy is a guy. Of African descent. If you watch the YouTube video, um, he swings at the guy. The guy tries to catch his hand, <clears throat> but excuse me, guys. But he misses. He swings at him again. The guy tries to catch his hand and he misses. And things, <laughs> things just don't look like they're going uh, the way this other guy thought. But then this guy comes on YouTube some years later saying that. He let Bruce Lee do that and, and let Bruce Lee believe that he was not able to hit him when at any moment he could have hit Bruce Lee. So if you could have hit him at any moment, why didn't you? That's the question. The big question here, guys, is if you could have hit Bruce Lee at any moment, why didn't you? You know, you've had, you know, you have guys come out like Michael Jai White saying he would kick Bruce Lee's ass. Um... Chuck Norris has even chimed in and said Bruce Lee was not really that great. I don't understand, you know, why these guys, they try to tarnish his legacy to say how good he was not. You know, people get older. I mean, Chuck Norris is damn near 80. Um, and, and I think these guys who actually was in his presence should respect and love the fact that they were in his presence, especially as inspiring that he is today. You know, Bruce Lee is very inspiring. His story is inspiring. His, you know, his come to America to to seek out the American dream and to get the American dream and do everything that he's done in order to reach the American dream is legendary. And I believe that if you are not inspired by what Bruce Lee did, you know, you're just... You're just a bitter individual because Bruce Lee did a lot of things that should inspire a lot of people to be the best that they can be and be the best person that they can be. Because that's that's all his, his, his thing was for you to be the best version of you. And let me show you how to be a better version of you. <clears throat> you want to concentrate on your core. You want to concentrate on flexibility. You know, as a martial artist, if this is what you're going to do, you're going to have to work your body to be the best that you can be. I was looking at an interview yesterday of uh, the guy that trained Michael Jordan. I forgot his name. If you guys know his name. Uh, I guess in the, you know, in the comment section, you'll follow me on uh, <clears throat> Instagram. <clears throat> follow me on Twitter. Check out the Relationship Stuff 101 group on Facebook, you know, leave in the comment section the guy who trained Michael Jordan I forgot his name, 
But this guy said that, you know, Michael Jordan trained to be the best. And he trained his body to be the best that he can be. And that's something that Bruce Lee always put out there. Be the best version of you. Be the best, you know, martial artist you can be. Work on your flexibility. Work on your strength. Work on your distancing. You know, work work on many different things. And you see it in his movies. He shows you. He not only talks to you, but he shows you that these things can work. And he shows you through such amazing speed that it's ridiculous for people to have came out and say that he wasn't as fast as you can clearly see he is. You can look on video and see how fast he was. You, you understand what I'm saying? So one would say today, who never graced Bruce Lee's presence, looking at him that he, they would kick his ass. A lot of people say, oh, Bruce Lee, Bruce Lee probably, you know, probably uh, kick some of those uh, UFC guys' ass. Uh, they'll probably kick Bruce Lee's ass because he's not used to being on the ground. He's not used to doing this. He's used to doing that. You can see it into the dragon. Bruce Lee was clearly good with being on the ground. He was okay with being on the ground. He was comfortable with being on the ground. So I don't understand why anyone would think that Bruce Lee was not capable of doing many different things and having many different uh, um, weapons in his arsenal. You know, you get this man on the ground, you got to think, he's already fast, so if he kicks you with a quick kick to the ribs while you got him on the ground or anywhere else, you're going to be in trouble. Because being that fast and being the strongest, a lot of people say he was, you're going to be in trouble. You can see how, like I just said, the one-inch punch. And that's not evidence enough for you. Some people say that that's fake. Some people say he faked that. I mean, if you train profusely and you train long enough and hard enough, you can generate a lot of power through a punch. And that's basically what he was trying to say, especially with your hips in it. You snap the hips as you hit, as you do the punch. And you make sure you tense up at the right moment so you are able to deliver the right amount of power with that punch. So many people, like I said, guys, when I first saw him, I was wowed by it. I mean, an instant inspiration. Instantly wanted to be like him. I instantly wanted to move like him. You know, instantly wanted to take down people because I was I was bullied uh, bullied a lot as a kid. <clears throat> And instantly just wanted to do the things I saw him do to other people that, you know, were messing with me. And as through the years, it's, it's, it grew from an inspiration, you know, to me admiring him and consistently being inspired by Bruce Lee. And today on his death day, July 20th, you know, I celebrate him every year. I, I work out harder. I stretch longer. Um, I move my sticks around a little bit more. You know, I do a lot of different things that I didn't do. You understand? When I usually would train on a regular day and I just go hard. You know, I think about him, think about how he would have did this, how he would have did that. You know, he would have did, I do 100 push-ups. He probably would have did 200. You know, so I try to go till I can't go no more. You know, as I'm moving my stick around. 
I try to move around a lot longer, throw some kicks. If I throw a hundred, I might try to go as long as, for as many as I can. So just many different ways that that Bruce Lee has inspired so much of what I do and inspired so much of what many people do, do that I believe Bruce Lee is a great inspiration for so many and for so many for so many years to come he will inspire people for generations you know I introduced my children to Bruce Lee excuse me guys and well, I've introduced my children to Bruce Lee. <clears throat> let them watch movies. I let them see the videos I told you guys about, which many of the videos you can find on YouTube. You know, I've told them the stories. I've read the book. Um, I, you know, employed them to read the book as well. The book is very inspiring. Um, the Art of Jeet Kune Do is a very inspiring book especially if you consider yourself to be a martial artist or if you want to be a martial artist or take on martial art uh, the, uh, the Art of Jeet Kune Do is a very, very great book to read um, I've been I've been on for a while, a minute many people have stopped through but none have, have said anything um, Here, I'm here once again live on Green on Green Room, uh, in case you guys want to know again, uh, Green Room is an app that Spotify has came out with. And if you guys hear this podcast, I'm gonna start doing most of my podcasts live on Green Room, um, so that way I can, like, if I have anyone who wants to come through on the podcast, like I always mention, I was if, I, if they're down at the bottom and they want to speak, I'll let them know to make sure to mute their mic when they come up. And then I will go, you know, do my regular spill of telling them, you know, say what they, you know, say their piece. And as, as they say what they have to say, if they get, I think get to a certain point, you know, I would, you know, respectfully ask them to, you know, uh, in their, in their, in what they're saying. So I could try to get some other people in the talk or, you know, I could finish my spill and, you know, thank them. And appreciate an appreciation of delivering feedback or delivering uh, their knowledge to what I have going on at the time or what's going on at the time. But um, back to Bruce Lee, but I, I really just don't know what else to say. Like this day uh, for me, guys, is not a sad day. You know, it's a day of celebration. You know, as far as as well as his birthday. You know, like I said. Um, you just think a lot of times what could he have been had he lived past 1973 you know what other movies what what other what other um, inspiring messages will we have heard he was only 32 years old guys so excuse me imagine what 20 more years of martial arts practice would have done imagine what 20 to 30 40 years of teaching would have done for some people imagine with Jet Li 
Jackie Chan. Don, uh, I forgot his name. The one who played Ant Man. Uh, his first name is Donnie. I forgot his last name. But imagine what these guys would be. Umbach. Tony Ja. Imagine what these guys would be. You know, if Bruce Lee had lived and was able to give them a little bit more of what they already had. So just imagine. So guys, I've been on for about 25 minutes. So I'm going to, you know, come come down to a close. Um, Let me know, guys. Once again, follow me on Instagram. Um, share this podcast. See, tell, ask people, how did Bruce Lee inspire you? How did Bruce Lee change your life? What's the story you have? If you met Bruce Lee personally, if you know people who met Bruce Lee personally, what's their stories? You know, uh, this is a day of celebration. This is a day of remembrance. Remembrance of a legend, a grandmaster in his own right. You know, as he would probably say, he's not a grandmaster. He would probably just say, you know, I'm an average guy that just so happens to inspire you in a way that you look at me as a grandmaster. Something really humbling. I don't think Bruce Lee would have considered himself to be a grandmaster. I really don't. Because that's not what he was aiming for. He wasn't aiming to be your master. He was just aiming to teach you. That's it. And anybody out there who agrees with me is probably shaking their head right now. He was aiming to teach you not to be your master. It's not what he was aiming to do. Bruce Lee didn't even wear geese. He didn't even wear uh, belts, as you see a lot of grandmasters do. He didn't associate himself with belts and uh, geese and different things of that nature. That's not what he was out to do. He was out to take away that part of it. That's probably why he ran into so much um, hatred, because he was trying to take the tradition out of it to just say this you have to be you how you're going to move and how you're going to do things is based on how you're going to do things so once again guys yeah share this podcast guys you know um let's remember this great legend you know let's try to get this podcast to at least 100 uh monthly listeners let's try to get to at least a thousand by the end of the year follow relationship stuff one-on-one on instagram follow relationship stuff one-on-one on twitter check out the relationship stuff one-on-one group on facebook relationship stuff one-on-one it's also on reddit um i'm also on youtube but i changed relationship stuff one-on-one on youtube from relationship stuff one-on-one to uh the purple pill perspective and i'll probably go on there as well as soon as i end this and do a YouTube video as well. So if you want to check that out, it's the Purple Pill Perspective on YouTube. So guys, as I always say, with my understanding compared with your understanding, we can create a greater understanding. You've been listening to Relationship Stuff 101's podcast here on this July 20th, 2021. Hopefully you guys have had a great listen as you listen to me. Hopefully... I've inspired you some way with those with those stories. Hopefully I brought some type of inspiration to your day or motivated you in some way to do something different, to do something better, 
and to try to conquer or achieve greatness in your own way. Guys, once again, rest in peace to Bruce Lee, the legend. We will love him dearly and miss him dearly. And we will continue to shout his name and bring his name to the forefront until the end of time. Thanks again for listening, guys. Hopefully you have a great rest of your week. And I'll catch you in the next podcast. Peace.